Welcome back to Two Witches, One Teapot. Yeah. Hello. It's, it, it is October. It is. Oh, man, I'm happy about it. Me too. And the weather's so, it's been really hot. Mm-hmm. But today, looking good. Mm. Feeling good. October was just like, I'm here now. Gonna shut this shit down. We're, yeah, enough is enough. <laughs> and I appreciated it. Me too. I had to wear my jacket today. Oh. Damn. Mm-hmm. With with long sleeves, oh man, what a good day! Such oh, the best day. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> <Me> thrilled, <too. laughs> elated. What are you drinking? I am having boyish breakfast. I am. <laughs> Can't take it seriously. <laughs> you, I don't think I, we've ever done that. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. We, serious? We don't know her. <laughs> and I'm having a pumpkin coffee. I love it. With, I love uh, all the pumpkins. Sugar cookies, pumpkin sugar cookies, courtesy of Abby. Yes, I made them. I made the icing. Ooh, this is my really tasty. I would say it's my mother's recipe, but the recipe that I cop down copied down says it's Miss Tipton's. Thank you, Miss Tipton, if you're out there. Thank I don't you, know who you are, Miss Tipton, via your mom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Two degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, and then popcorn, which is classic. classic. Can't, can't mm-hmm. have an episode without it, apparently. Apparently, I you know guess what? not. It's our ritual. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Well, I have compiled three scary ghost stories mm. to start this month off. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And recently I got Shudder, which this is not an ad for Shudder if you wanted to do that. Here's my ad. <laughs> Wait, what's Shudder? Oh, really? No. <laughs> no, I feel like it's really an ad. Well, might as well be. <laughs> um, Shudder is a streaming service where you get hundreds of titles of horror movies and shows. My favorite Ooh. is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! Literally, really? you got a sponsor because, oh, you'd be so good at it. <laughs> um, but actually, it's been really good. So they've got, like, classics, and then it's like Netflix where they make their own. Oh, heck yeah. And, like, sponsor. That's all horror? Mm-hmm. 100% horror. But I've been able, so they have, um, thank, excuse, and I should make a disclaimer, I don't speak Japanese. Like, not even a little. That's fair. I really tried my best in the seventh grade. I got a workbook. It is I took Japanese not my in high school. <laughs> I barely passed. And one of my best friends is currently in Japan because she does speak Japanese. She's so cool. She's, Caroline, shout out, you are such a cool person. So cool. Anyway, I like barely know you, and I love you. <laughs> that is her. That is her. 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 her gift. Mm-hmm. She's just so wonderful and lovable. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know true. If I'll include any of this. Caroline, I love you. For <laughs> <laughs> your fake love. But they have Ringu, which is the original Ring. It's three stories Wait, where original. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, Ring is um was adapted into like an American horror film, mm-hmm. but originally it's a collection of three stories mm-hmm. where. I'm pretty sure they're called yokai, which is like an evil ghost. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, where the yokai of the woman with the hair that comes out of the TV, that's where that comes from. Oh. And it's three different stories where she gets three different people. But that's on um, Shudder. Huh. And, yeah, we're working up to it, but <clears throat> some people consider Japanese horror to be, like, top shelf. Some oh, of the best horror yeah. around. Yeah. Because... The, the way that their culture has structured their ghost is that they have no limit. Like, 
they yeah they can kill you they can hurt you they can follow you anywhere they just make little bots yeah yeah their ghosts are just like well like the bad ghosts are filled with like rage mm-hmm. and that it powers them to do anything that Everything. they want yeah yeah and i looked into <laughs> he's a leaf baby <laughs> he's Look a leaf him. child child of the leaf child of the green <laughs> Little druid boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so I looked into Japanese folklore mm-hmm. just a tiny bit, and I got this really cool quote from Zach Davison, who is a Japanese folklore scholar. And this is from a great article from the New York Times, and it has like animation, it has audio. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. That was super cool. Um, but he said, and I quote, Ghosts in Japan are intimately intertwined. Yorei. Mm-hmm. Ghosts, as we understand them in the Western context, are a consistent and defining theme throughout the history of Japanese... Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Japanese civilization. It's impossible to separate Japan from its ghosts. Hmm. And apparently samurai, according to records, this is, even, this is not a story. They did this. They would play, oh Jesus, I practiced this one this morning, Hyakumono Gatarai Kaidan, 100, thank you, yeah. 100 candles uh, were lit in a dark room, and for every story a samurai told, a candle was blown out. A hundred? 100 stories. This is like, like, like ritually? Like ritualistically? Or yeah. like it, it was a game that they would play to see who's the toughest. Masochist. I, I knew you would hate that. Oh my God. What? I kind of love it to you. be honest. Like that's amazing. Yeah, like I said, like their stuff is just so scary. I would be the weakest. You'd be like, <laughs> 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 don't even pull the face. No, I'd out. stay. I just be screaming. <laughs> <the time. laughs> like I'm strong. <laughs> you just broke You would swallow the emotional drama. Yeah. Especially go. because when the last candle is blown out. A ghostly figure appears. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> so scared she didn't even open her coffee. I was very focused on what you were saying. All right, continue. The hot, humid air, thick with cicada song, is considered the perfect season for ghost stories. That so, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> horror movies video games, and spooky TV specials are most commonly released in the summer. Not only does an icy douse of fear cool the body, <laughs> the Japanese um, and Buddhist uh, festival of the dead called Obon brings the veil to its thinnest for both benevolent and malevolent spirits. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like their Halloween. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's how people describe it. Yeah. Or it's also akin to like... Um, Dia de los Muertos. Oh, okay. okay where it's okay. like an ancestor and past where you honor them. Yeah, the veil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. The article Ghosts of Japan mm-hmm. is awesome. And it has audio, which is extra fun. Um, and I'd highly recommend it because mm-hmm. he goes into the different types of ghosts, which I'll kind of leave for the side today because I'm just going into ghost stories. But mm-hmm. there's all sorts of different there's like, mm. is I guess essentially like cryptids where they're 
ghosts that have like a different form than a human and like human ghosts. Cool. Mm-hmm. And now I'll jump into the ghost stories. Yes. Which I have three. Awesome. And I picked one that is like a classic, like one of the oldest ghost stories that people tell. And it actually is based on a true story. Ooh. Yeah, this is an actual location in Japan that you can go to where this tale actually happened. I have a feeling I know what this location is. Not the tale, but the location. It's a castle. Oh, I don't know the location. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Take it back. I'm just kidding. That sounds like the suicide forest. Oh, I yeah, that one's good. Oh. Or scary. <laughs> That's good. I love it. <laughs> wow, suicide forest. Oh my god. <laughs> And I have one that is famous in terms of like a modern context where it's usually one that a lot of people have heard that's based in Japan. And then I picked out one that I read from like a collection of Japanese horror stories that people like allege are true from their own experience. Mm. So we've got three different flavors to go through. I love it. But with that, I think we can just get into it. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I gotta clear my story reading voice. Long ago, there was a woman named Okiku who worked as a dishwashing servant at Hime Himeji Castle. Okiku was very beautiful, and it was not long before she caught the eye of one of her master's retainers, a samurai named Aoyama. Aoyama tried many times to seduce Okiku, but each time she rejected his advances. Eventually, Aoyama became impatient with Okiku and decided to trick her into becoming his lover. What an asshole. What a dick. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? In the castle, there was a very expensive set of ten dishes, and usually these dishes are described as being gold. Golden dishes. Aoyama hid one of them and then called for Okiku. He told her one of his master's fine dishes was missing and demanded to know where it was. Okiku became frightened. Losing one of her lord's prized dishes was a crime punishable by death. She counted the dishes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She recounted them again and again. Each time she came up one short, Okiku was distraught. Aoyama told Okiku that he would overlook her mistake and tell his master that it wasn't her who lost the fish, but only if she would become his mistress. Though Okiku wanted to live, she once again refused Aoyama. This time, the samurai became furious. He ordered his servants to beat Okiku with a wooden sword. Afterwards, he had her tied up and suspended over the castle well. He tortured Okiku, repeatedly dunking her in the well, only to pull her back out of the water and beat her himself. Aoyama demanded one last time that Okiku become his mistress. She refused. So Aoyama struck her violently with his sword and dropped her body down into the well. Which some people think this is where the lady crawling out of the well the ring, in ring, ring comes from. Right? Yeah. Ringu. <laughs> I love it. Uh, not long after, Okiku's ghost was seen wandering the castle grounds. Night after night, she would rise from the well and enter her master's house, searching for the missing dish. She would count the plates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. After counting the ninth plate, she would let out a blood-curdling scream that could be heard throughout the castle. 
She tormented Aoyama in this way every night, robbing him of his rest. Those who heard part of Okiku's counting became very sick. Those unlucky enough to hear her count all the way to nine died shortly after. Finally, the lord of the castle decided that something had to be done about Okiku's ghost. He called a priest and asked him to pray for her and exorcise her spirit. The priest waited in the garden all night, chanting sutras. Once again, Okiku's ghost rose out of the well. She began to count the dishes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. As soon as Okiku counted the ninth dish, and before she could scream, the priest shouted out, Ten! <laughs> Okiku's ghost appeared relieved that someone had found the missing dish. From then on, she never haunted the castle again. That poor woman! I know, that one was pretty bad. That's that's so sad. Yeah. That's a good story, though. Yeah. But fuck him. I know. What a dick. What an asshole. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up and we'll beat you up. Yeah. I will kick your butt. <laughs> and that is one of the three, there's like three really famous female ghosts, mm-hmm. and Okiku's one of them. Oh. So she's kind of like a hallmark of folklore horror. Kisagiri Station is a well-known, creepy story that happened in real time on Two Channel, also known as Two Channel, which was a Japanese text board. So it's a little like it. Oh, okay. So like Um, a a chat chat room. room. Yeah. Hasumi, the username of the person who posted on Two Chan, was riding the train home as per normal when she realized something was wrong. The train typically stops at, at, at a station every five minutes. Eight minutes at most, but it had been over 20 minutes since it last stopped. After an hour, the train stopped at Kisagiri Station, and Hasumi got off, even though she was hesitant, as she'd never heard of the station before. And she's, like, posting to Tuchin while she's like, can anybody offer any help? Like, mm. I've never heard of this station before. Do you know, is there... Mm. Like, our station's down. What's going on? Like, I don't know where I am. Mm. And this is a very familiar ride home. Mm-hmm. The two Chan users that were engaging with her could not find anything about Kisagiri Station. One user commented that the kanji character Oni could also be read as Kisagiri. No, thank you. <laughs> Making Hasumi's sit- whole situation even creepier. Hasumi called her parents and 110, the Japanese emergency number, but police thought she was pulling a prank. As she was walking along the train tracks, so she stood there on the train, mm-hmm. like the station for like a long time, yeah. no more trains came. She's like, well, my parents don't know where I am, like maybe I, I should pick a direction, walking, yeah. yeah, see if I can find anybody. As she was walking along the train tracks in hopes of reaching the previous station, Hasumi heard the sound of bells and drums steadily getting louder from a distance. She eventually reached a tunnel, and when she emerged from it, she said that a stranger had offered her a ride to the nearest station. She ended off her last post rather ominously, saying that the man had been muttering to himself and that she would look for a chance to escape. Hasumi has never been heard from since. Oh no! Ooh, I just got chills. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. 
that's a like I said, like more famous. That's mm-hmm. one you might come across if you're watching like five scariest Japanese horror stories on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I watch those. <laughs> oh yeah, those are the best. <clears throat> Ready for the last one? Yes. Okay. And this one is just like one that people post to like Reddit or like a storyboard where they're like, "What's your scariest mm. Japanese like horror experience?" Or like, oh, so these are like people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. I live in a five-story apartment building d- in downtown Nagoya. Nagoya? Nagoya, yeah. Okay. I think so. It's not a new building, but it's not a dump either. Rent is pretty cheap, and it's well-maintained, but otherwise unremarkable. I live in an end unit and thought my only neighbor was horrible. The first week I lived there, they would bang on the wall constantly. I know I was noisy when I moved in and I was putting my furniture together, but come on. I thought they'd chill out after I had my place sorted out, but no such luck. I dealt with it for a month. But then the smell started. It smelled so wrong in there, like old garbage and human waste. I caved and called the building management company, who said they'd look into it. They called back and told me that the apartment had been empty since before I moved in. So there's no neighbor. She doesn't even have a neighbor. Like, there's not even supposed to be someone living there? Mm-mm. I told them about seeing the door partially open once or twice, thinking it might be a squatter, so they sent someone out. The staff and a cop knock on the door, head in and find absolutely nothing. It was spotless. No garbage anywhere. No signs that anyone had been living there whatsoever. It didn't smell, either. So what was all that? I start talking to the lady who cleans the apartment building, and she tells me that my apartment was a jikobuken, which translates roughly to stigmatized property. Mm. These types of residences are sometimes called shindareteki kashibuken, meaning property that may cause psychological harm. Oh. <laughs> I, that's so like... This property may cause you psychological harm. Like, <laughs> so straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought that was kind of funny, too. Damn. Turns out that the tenant before the last one was an old guy who died in a bedroom closet. He'd fallen and banged on the wall for help, but the old neighbors were on vacation, and he'd eventually starved there. All the banging, the smells, were coming from my own place the whole time. I still live there because, as I said, it was cheap, and so long as I leave the closet door open, I don't have any issues with banging or bad smells. Oh, wow, that person has a lot, can deal with a lot more than I can. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, those are good stories, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I like reading them. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's scary that, like, their ghosts have no... No limits, not tied to a thing, not tied to a place. Like, I am here to make your life a living hell. And I will not be satisfied until you probably die. Damn it all. <laughs> so funny. He sung in a Broadway vibrato. Oh. Damn it all. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Your, your narrative abilities are, are wonderful. Thank you. That's how reading from the text always makes me feel. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, yeah. No, I found um, like 
horror manga. Oh man, that's just creepy. Their stuff is scary. What's that one? I think it's only author or like oh yeah illustrator who's like infamous for like horror eyeballs. Um, maybe it's Ico. Oh, that's it. I think that's it. Straight off the brain, y'all. Yeah. Kudos. Which one? Oh, Junji Ito. Junji. There we go. I was just like, yes? Yeah, yep, that's, that's it. That's <laughs> Junji Ito, man. His stuff is horrifying, and he's infamous for it. Yeah. Yeah, the friend mm-hmm. that I had that introduced me to horror, mm-hmm. she read his stuff. And, like, her, she was... She's on another level. <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. Like, props to her. Um, the first time I ever came to her house was also the first time I ever saw a horror movie, which was The Grudge. And she watched it all alone with me, but, like, she'd previously seen it. I think we were both 12. I've never or seen maybe The Grudge. 13. It's good. Yeah. There's, um, there's a Japanese version of The Grudge as well, which apparently is a little bit better. That does not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen Parasite, because I'm afraid to. That one's actually not that scary. It's, really? like, okay. psychologically damaging, oh. but it's not going to make you think you have a ghost in your house. Okay, well, that might be the one. Yeah, it's good. Because, like, I really like those movies. Like, we've watched two conjuring so many <laughs> oh my gosh we've watched and, and more so yeah we've watched yeah. a lot of horror movies together but like i enjoyed them but for some reason parasite always looked a little too scary i think because it's so serious yeah, that's my thing like american like, yeah. horror is very like kitschy we don't take ourselves seriously yeah no no which no. i'm kind of okay with yeah that makes it easier to, to digest sometimes yeah to swallow but uh huh yeah yeah i just ha- I, I rewatched the exorcist nice recently, and i was just like classic it is well and having done like the this was right after i edited the hollywood horrors oh episode, yeah so i was like oh man you watch her get thrown across the yeah room, like, and i'm just man. like no more back <laughs> oh baby girl i'm so sorry yeah that's rough um and then i have this weird itch to like rewatch the shining dude i'm rewatching the shining it, but it's so long i've split it into two evenings it's, <laughs> i forgot how long it is it's crazy it's just like i had that thought the other day i'm like i thought it was really long and then i was like but i'm like also just yeah, and see, like, DIA before it was DIA. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, like, cool. my favorite thing. I'm like, yeah, Colorado, yes, <laughs> represent. Yeah, but um, that's a good one. Oh, man, yeah, I need to, that's my plan today is watch the new um, Hocus Pocus. <gasps> have you seen it yet? No. Uh, I'm so excited. Do you have Disney Plus? Huh? Okay, good. Oh. I was just like, you can only watch it on Disney Plus, so I hope you have it. <laughs> um, and then and then probably The Shining, because Felix is working all day, and I'm like, I should read. These are things but I, I can do too. Yeah, it's especially true. the shining because I've seen it multiple times. Right. Yeah, and I feel like that one is one that like you can check in. Exactly. Know exactly and, what's like, happening. It's a little scary, but but during yeah. the daytime, I'll do it's it okay. by myself. But during the daytime, it's like he got oh, it. Oh yes. Yes. Hi, I'm Momo. scared. Hi, Mama Morris. I'm a scaredy cat. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I am going to talk about uh, Mercury Retrograde, which actually ends today. Today's last day, which was not planned when I first made this, and then it worked out. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice, because it's the end. (laughs) (laughs) Popcorn spill. And I'm going back to Um, (laughs) Uh, So, what people throw around like Mercury Retrograde a lot. Be like, oh no, it's going retrograde. People sometimes, I think, even I've been wondering, like, what does this mean? Really? Yeah. Like, why are we afraid? Yeah. Like, I know it's bad, but like, on what is the bad spectrum here? Right. Um. And so, what does it mean when Mercury goes into retrograde? Retrograde happens when Mercury stops moving forward through the degrees of the zodiac and begins to move backwards. 
only Mercury is not actually moving backwards in its orbit. Because Mercury is, I say Mercury weird sometimes, by the way, because that's my mom in her Hungarian accent <laughs> saying things weird to me, like, uh, Whenever like grooming. Things. Well, and like, instead of like eco mode, echo mode. Right. That's what I'm just like, feel, excuse me, crap for it. As well as, well as like turmeric. It's, my mom says turmeric. Oh. And I'm like, there's no R there. Turmeric. And Felix is just like, I'm like, you know what? There's an R now. Anyway. <laughs> I'm manifesting an R. I'm motivating an R. <laughs> Dar's like, help. <laughs> I'm so motivated. <laughs> I'm just a letter. I didn't want to exist in the process. <laughs> I don't belong in turmeric. You can't put me in there. They personified the letter R. <laughs> He's a really emotional guy. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, guy. Sorry, pal. It's <laughs> not that big of a deal. Oh, man. Anyway, so if I mispronounce it, I apologize. Mercury is the planet situated closest to the sun. Mm -hmm. As such, its orbit is much shorter than Earth's. About three or four times a year, Mercury speeds past the Earth. Then when Mercury speeds past the Earth, that's when we experience a Mercury retrograde period. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like when you pass a car that's driving next to you, and then you but slower, and yeah. then it like... It feels like you're it's going, going backwards. backwards. Yeah. But then suddenly, that same car will like suddenly speed past you and like mm -hmm. bring up some dust and stuff. That dust is the effect we're feeling. Okay. Yeah. So that's essentially what retrograde means scientifically in terms of like astrology and mm -hmm. like in its orbit. Why would this be a problem? Well, Mercury is associated with all things communication. Mm -hmm. So when the planet of communication is going backwards through the zodiacs, you can imagine communication related activities and technologies are going to go haywire. I like to think of Mercury retrograde as a reversed tarot card on okay. life, essentially. Yeah. Uh, specifically, like, the swords minor arcana, mm -hmm. since one of the characteristics of the suit of swords is communication. Mm -hmm. And think of, like, those cards being pulled in reverse, where it's not, like, necessarily the opposite, but things are going to get kind of weird and yeah. funky. Okay. Um, and some cards that maybe are negative upright could be positive. Okay. Reverse. So, like, there, it, 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 it's treated as such. Um, when it comes to communications, so cell phones, emails, negotiations, teamwork. Like relationships. Relationships. Even when you're, like, driving in a car and you're talking to, like, trying to motion to other drivers and people are not understanding each other. That's a thing that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. The circumstances around these situations often go askew. As such, it's advised that during this period you hold off on signing major contracts unless absolutely necessary. And if you do have to sign anything... You read the fine print and be clear about what it is you are expecting and understand in regard to what it is you're signing so that any potential miscommunication can be prevented. Mm -hmm. So being very, very okay. clear in, like, whatever negotiation is happening. It's like, okay. this is how I'm understanding this line in this contract. Is that is is that how it's meant to be understood? Yeah. Or am I misunderstanding? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. You might notice that technology at large is going to go haywire. That's because in some capacity, all technology is communication related. And right. Technology is communicating with technology to function and such, satellites, mm -hmm. etc. So if like, this has been my issue recently. My Wi-Fi has been crap over the last like two weeks. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh no. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so if that's something you're experiencing during retrograde, there's kind of a reason. Also, like, again, try not to anger anyone while you're driving. <laughs> This may seem like a no-brainer, but especially during retrograde, communicating with other drivers while you're driving may be particularly difficult. Just make sure you don't assume to know what other drivers will do. It's kind uh. of like the... Yeah, there's there's been known to be, like, an increase in um, car accidents. Oh, my God. Because, well, like, people either, like, aren't paying attention. Yeah. 
or when they're trying to communicate, like, hey, I'm going to go left or whatever. Or, like, you go ahead. There's and then, something like, about the messaging. That, yeah, exactly. And then it's they kind of go oh, and you're oh, like, oh, oh, oh. you told me to go. Yeah, exactly. Parking lots. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We almost had someone merge into us. Really? Like, literally yesterday. Oh, my God. That was really scary because we were, like, in downtown Denver and someone was pulling oh. out of one of the – that's all that sense to start with. But we were driving by someone who pulled out of their street parking mm. and, like, wanted to get in our lane but didn't realize we were there. Oh, which, gosh. Like, we were just driving past them. It's not like we were in the blind spot. They eyeball. just didn't check. Yeah. They, yeah. They're just like, meow, right in here. And then someone's like, bang, with my teeny mm. tiny bug horn because oh, the yeah. FJ's in the shop. I was wondering where that thing was. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he, like, flared on the teenty tiny horn that went, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like, put the guy out. Yeah, yeah, that's like, fair. It was scary. People are stupid, man. They're like, there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. So there's someone next to me. That's the other part. Like, you can't veer out of the way, otherwise you're actually going to cause a crack. And right. it's like, whose fault is it really then? Right. OG. The OG. Yeah. The first dude. The guy who merged into us, basically. Yeah, the one who forced the situation. Um. So basically, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Caution during retrograde. You might also want to hold off on making any big purchases, especially if you've been itching to do it for a while and just haven't done it yet. The reversal energy of retrograde really encourages us to rethink things. So before you buy, I suggest mulling it over a little bit and rethinking it. If you are considering texting someone that you miss them, like an ex or something, rethink. This is your sign. (laughs) I am your sign. (laughs) Pause and rethink. Just be sure to cross your I's and tot your D's. That's what I said. Cross your I's and tot your D's. That's what happens during retrograde. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you may be asking yourself, like, what is stopping me from just, like, becoming a hermit and just staying at home throughout all the retrograde to avoid disaster? Uh It's not as bad as it seems in all capacity. Um, Following the theme of rethinking things, the energy of Mercury retrograde kind of invites us to slow down and revisit the past. Mm -hmm. So while it isn't unknown for people to be forgetful and lose things during this time. Oh, my God. That's the other part. I have been losing everything I own. I lost my glasses for 24 hours. No! They were on the floor. And, yeah, it was in the bedroom? In the other room. Oh. The spare. Spare room. Oh. Yeah, I was like, they were just on the floor. Yeah, I've been losing literally everything I own. That's, dude. (laughs) I was legitimately concerned because that's what keeps happening. Like, I how long has been happening for? Maybe a couple weeks. It's like when you moved in here. No. Okay. No, it's been recent where I feel like I'm losing my mind. If it persists after retrograde, use brownies. In which case, I'm sorry that I asked for them inside out and they'll leave. (laughs) That's what we learned. No, I know. It just kills me. I know that like that's a measure. This is the thing I have to do. Just. You know, I think it's a pretty easy measure. It's to true. Take. Yeah, that would weird me out too. <coughs> Vincent's gonna be like, mm. I'll be like, are you a brownie? <laughs> are you wanting to leave? Because I think you're possessed. You. That's what um, this means. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny because I felt like like I keep losing my mind, my marbles. I lose everything right now. I think I'm losing my mind. Thanks. Anytime. Yeah. No. Honestly, same. This. This. This particular retrograde has just been, like, a bus. Yeah. I just, like, slammed into life. Well, it's just, like, losing things. Yeah. And then I, like, I can't get my shit together. Because I feel like, where is my stuff? I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. I lost my water bottle for a week. It was in my car. <sighs> I thought I looked for it and didn't see it. I, I'm sure you did. Oh, my God. Retrograde's, like, really hitting you hard in this way. <laughs> yeah. I think it's mostly because usually I'm really good at remembering things. Mm-hmm. 
So whenever I have like these bouts, I'm always like, I'm I'm going insane. I knew yep. it. It's happening. This is it. That's it. This is the end. This is how it starts. This is the end of the world. Wow, this is like so many song <laughs> references popping out in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a thing. Cause yeah, you yeah you're gonna lose things. The nice thing about it though is that like. The energy of uh, retrograde invites us to slow down and revisit the past. Aww. While it isn't unknown for people to be forgetful and lose things, during this time, it's also a period of finding lost things, and that includes connections, maybe Aww. conversations that have been buried beneath the surface. Oh, Lord. Oh, yes. Uh, you may find yourself running into old friends or feel the need to rewatch old favorite movies or uh. reread books from childhood. Again, The Shining. The Shining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah. laughs> um... See. Again, this is a time of reversed understanding. Things are becoming upside down. And oh, okay. I don't mean in like a Stranger Things kind of way. Um, where it's like... <laughs> don't get it yeah. upside down. No, no, no. Uh, there's no creepy creatures around the corner. Hopefully. If you get creepy Fingers creatures crossed. around the corner, you need a priest. It's not a metro... <laughs> metro mercury. <laughs> it's not a... <laughs> but like upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how that word came out. It's not a Mercury retrograde issue. Please contact your nearest Catholic priest. <laughs> Don't get the two <laughs> Mercury oh retrograde. <laughs> Sounds like Scooby Doo saying it. Yeah. Mercury retrograde regular. <laughs> I think this is a Scooby's astrological moment. It's <laughs> really good. I mean, it. yeah. Yeah. He gets it. <laughs> he gets it. He's on the level. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you find your life to be kind of clogged up, this might be a period of relief, especially by way of saying of saying the unsaid. Honest conversations will be had, for better or for worse. It's true. But patience is needed regardless, because if you aren't careful, again, miscommunication can happen really easily. So slowing down is necessary in navigating this kind of like topsy-turvy time. Mm -hmm. uh, and this means calming down and participating in soothing activities. Oh. That's going to be the best way to avoid the conflict that can take place during retrograde. This slowing down period also makes a great opportunity for you to pick up a new hobby or work on the project you've been dying to get to. I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I could see it like speeding in your eyes. You're like this and this and this yeah. and this. I have so many projects. Yeah. And, and so many hobbies. An absurd amount all of hobbies. Of them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is Mercury Retrograde. Maybe I hope maybe doesn't feel as horrible. Yeah. I feel as like it often is is said. Mm -hmm. It is intense. But mm -hmm. like really good things can come about due to retrograde because of its ability to kind of like unearth the either like the unknown or yeah. kind of like what has been diluted for whatever reasons. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. I feel yeah. like the general consensus is that people are just like, oh, everything's going to be bad for three weeks. Like, just suck it up. I think it's going it, <laughs> to take like, it on the chin. It has an appearance because it's kind of like right in your face about it. Yeah. It's like, hey, like the most obvious things that make your days hard, like traffic, communication, losing things, technology, losing things, like the really obvious stuff is going to go wrong. But like... That also comes with, like, less obvious positive aspects that people yeah. don't really appreciate because it's not right in their face. And it's right. not, like, a major inconvenience, like, losing your glasses are for 24 oh hours. Oh, my God. How was is, how is that, being I blind? Just my backup glasses, which one of the lenses falls out. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm glad you have Makes me feel like Harry Potter or something. 
with my broken duct tape glasses. It's not good. Were you at home all day? All like, no, I had to go to work. Oh, sad. I was going to say, you're cute, but I was thinking I you're like wish. seeing eye person. <laughs> help me. So I'll like, just like hold on. I'm like, be my seeing eye person. I cannot see. <laughs> That's really funny. Or he'll like show me something on his phone. I'm like, dude, you can't I've see it. I can't explain. see anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll like put his phone right up to my face. And I'm like, okay, that's too much. Now I still can't too see. Too close, too close. And I'm blind. Um. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. I could see <sighs> people taking advantage of other people mm-hmm. by like fear mongering. Buy this fantastic product. They'll make your mer- mer- retrograde mercury go even mercury. better. Mercury. You it's you a see? hard word to say. It is mercury. Mercury. Like that. I used to say, Felix correct, kept correcting me that because why I'm like mercury, but I used to say it like mercury. 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 That's funny. I'm but, um, educated. It's fine. <laughs> listen, that's good to know though. Yeah, I like so, it. I think like especially, what's kind of nice also during retrograde is um if throughout the rest of the year you might like be a victim of just like manipulation from certain people or something i think it's going to be a lot easier to find that out during retrograde and kind of Mm -hmm. even like unearth that and maybe make steps to not necessarily like maybe prevent but at the very least like come to terms with that that toxicity from those kinds of people Mm because the kind of toxicity that kind of lives underneath the surface yeah people who are really good at manipulating you wouldn't know because they're really good at it. Right. So it's just like, this is a really good period of time just kind of like either calling those people out or separating yourself from those people or yeah. making steps to distance, even though it takes some time. Like, yeah. I'm doing that for work. Yeah. Because my bosses are very manipulative people. Right, they are. Because they're never going to listen to this so I can say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is something I've come to terms with during retrograde, which yeah. like happened kind of coincidentally. But yeah. then I read this. I'm like, this makes oh. sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm making steps to distance myself and like find a new job and stuff. So yeah, it's just definitely. like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's, that's Mercury retrograde. It's a time. I'm not going to lie. I'm pleased that today's last day. Also, um, what comes with Mercury retrograde is like two weeks before and two weeks after it's called the shadow period. So okay. it's like pre shadow, post shadow. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm like pre shadow things are kind of gearing up to, like, start to take effects. You might already notice in the two weeks prior that, like, you're having minor technological difficulties. Mm -hmm. An email that was important that you meant to send, for some reason, didn't send. You know, smaller things, but still in the field of this issue. Yeah. And in post-shadow, which is going to start tomorrow, that's going to start, like, unwinding Winding down. So you're still going to have some minor technological difficulties and communication issues, but it's going to kind of, like, not Peter be as out. big as a bit as it's been in the last mm-hmm. three weeks. Okay. You're gonna start finding things, I'm sure. Oh, thank God. You're gonna probably lose less things. Oh, thank goodness. Not stop losing things. Right. Like, it's true. Less. Yeah. Um, and then after two weeks, that's done. Yeah. But uh so that's something to look forward to as well. Yay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like seven weeks total of just like things being wonky. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no no it's yeah it, i feel like it's it's good for us in a way because because of the ability yeah it gives us to kind of see like, the surface and like have conversations that we don't want to have yeah totally 
therefore at least open ourselves up to having this conversation. Yeah, don't force them, but... Exactly, just like... If they happen organically, then good yeah. for you. Or at least even having doing kind of like the internal work of recognizing, oh, a conversation needs to be had, even yeah. if you don't end up having that conversation. That kind of acknowledging of just like, there's a problem and we need to talk about it. Yeah. Is, in a way, in my opinion, like, steps in evolving, like, relationships and yeah. you as a person, and I think that can really be to our benefit kind of like shadow work where it's like super uncomfortable yeah. and you hate it yeah but like, exactly it's also really good for you if you're open to it yeah so yeah it's like an ice bath yeah we're like, like oh. i know this is so good for me but i i hate like this. really uncomfortable <laughs> everything is awful yeah yeah basically mm-hmm. yeah and then you get out and you're like man that was amazing <laughs> yeah i feel so much better yeah no wonder i know um when i had covid i I just like it was just like a five five to seven hour fever and it was just I could not kick it and I was just like I am about to hop in the freaking shower but I could I was I was not coherent Felix was very sweet it was just like re-refrigerating um with oh. the water pack that we have yeah I was hot I didn't pull her nails yeah like, oh my god and I was if I was more coherent I probably would have taken a cold shower but I was not no no well it was nice because it was during nighttime too so yeah. I'm like okay this At least is cool. I'm supposed to be sleeping. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. And the next morning, I was fine. I'm like, oh, this is great. But, uh, <laughs> classic. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cold showers. I hate them. So I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. Although it probably would have made it last less. Yeah. It mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I've been doing, like, listening to podcasts about different herbs. Mm. And apparently there's herbs that can help your fever if you're hot. And then there's different herbs that can help your fever if you're cold while having your fever. It's wacky. Oh, what's the ones for hot? I, I had to write them down. You're I good. just was enjoying <laughs> listening. I respect that. But it's kind of crazy that, like, the difference of fever that you have can change. Yeah. What you are prescribed. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an aside. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Story uh, for another day. Exactly. Lovely. Yeah, that's a pretty short episode, I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't see if anything else you want to add. No. No? Just enjoy your spooky season. It's spooky season, y'all. Officially. It is spooky season. Yeah, we've had our decorations up for, I think, a week. Yeah. Maybe two. Felix's parents gave us, like, two large spiders, <gasps> and so I put them out. Jeez. Spooky. I have to put up the little, like, baby skeleton thing oh, on the door cute. today. Yeah. That's like adorable. Oh, yes. It's about, it's the... Most wonderful time of the year. That's what I said this morning. <laughs> I like did the Christmas song to Felix. <laughs> but spooky. <laughs> Except. I'm, I'm curious if there's like, if you could hear that in minor. I was just thinking that. <laughs> that would Previous be cool. Choir kids. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. You're like, immediately make it sad. <laughs> Make it spooky. <laughs> because people do that. They do. With, like, the Christmas songs, put them in minor. Oh, Gotta find it. All right. <laughs> That's all. Thank you for joining. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Sound like, um, Porky like Pig. an auctioneer. <laughs> you know, I've always thought I might make a good auctioneer. Thank you. Thank you. You enunciate very well. Thank you. Like, I can talk fast, but if I'm talking really fast... I don't know if you no well. consonants. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think we both talk fast well. Yeah. Because it's it's like a I don't know. Maybe it's a Leo. I think Leo, Leo aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Or Virgo moons. 
Maple. Mm. Could be. Maybe all of the above. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm excited I got this. Me too. Maybe that's a person thing. I bet that's, I think that's just a person thing. I think so. I think fast talking excited people meet fast talking excited people. It's true. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, we are two witches. One teapot. We will see you guys next week. Yes. Yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.